pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here after a uh, disappointing Wednesday slate. If you guys played, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i pretty annoyed about it. You guys know that I was all over the Pelicans-Indiana Pacers game, and this was one that I had a lot of exposure to. So, uh, you know, I'm not here like, Dan Bach, I don't got a huge rant for you. I know if Dan was here, he'd probably rant about it, but... Man, we gotta fix this, like, leak roof stuff, man. Like, uh, throw something on it, right? Yeah, you guys ever see those infomercials with that, like, black thing you can slap on it, uh, the, the seal or whatever? Like, just find a way to fix the roof, man. It should not be that hard. This is, like... And, and why does it leak right before tip-off? This isn't something we could somehow find out, like, at, you know, right before tip? I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I'm just disappointed, that's all. Annoyed to have to lose money because of something really dumb like that, but, um... Now let's just move on to the next slate, right? Keep going and uh, try and win some money today to make up for what happened yesterday. Uh, so yeah, first game on the slate uh, is the Atlanta Hawks and the Orlando Magic. Uh, 213.5 team total. This is definitely a uh, you know one of the games that you want to target. Be, you know, not a crazy you know exciting game to watch. No one's like itching to watch Hawks Magic game. If you look in the stands in Orlando, I'm sure no one will be there. But from a DFS perspective, this could be a good one to target. Just two teams uh, that play pretty you know fast enough. Don't play a ton of defense and just are not that good a basketball team. So expecting a lot of up and down, and uh, that's always good for DFS value. Dennis Schroeder on the Hawks side of the ball is uh, probably my favorite play on the Hawks. I, I like him a lot going against the Magic, who are ranked last. Against opposing point guards, this is a pretty good spot for him. He sees the ball a lot. You know, it's a fair price around the industry. You know, have to like that price. Uh, you know, 7.3K on a DraftKings. On Fantasy Draft, our sponsor site, he is 13.5K. I like Schroeder here in this spot. He's gonna someone going to be someone I want to get exposure to. Uh, Torian Prince, I believe. I'm trying to think. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, he's just one of those guys that uh, I like to pick my spots with, and this is a good spot for him. Uh, but I know recently he's been like doing pretty well. Uh, oh, the 50 point game. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, he had a 50 point game against Boston, and then uh, you know 15 and 13. It just this guy has such a wide range of outcomes, and he can be frustrating, but. Uh, I like this spot against uh, the Magic. I think you can take a risk on a guy like Prince. He's not really a cash game play because he can be very risky, right? Just just too too much of a wide range of outcomes for him, and it's very frustrating. But in tournaments, I think getting exposure him against a Magic team is a good idea. I like Bazemore, too. Bazemore's another guy that I think you can get exposure to. And then if you, you know, force me to take any of these, like, you know, forwards, like, I think Ilyasova, right? Like, any of these guys in the front court. Ilyasova is an interesting option. A little revenge, maybe, against the Orlando Magic. I don't know. I know he played there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I feel like that was a while ago when he was there. But uh, on top of that, he's just, you know, a guy that can knock down threes. We know the Magic struggle against that. This could be a good spot for him, uh, too. So, yeah, the Hawks are going to be a team that you kind of want to get some exposure to as some uh, pretty good value plays today. Let's go over to the next side of the ball, the Orlando Magic. 
And they get to go against the Hawks, who are not that great of a team either. So this is good for uh, some Magic players. I've been playing Mario, Mario Hizonia a lot. Uh, I'll probably keep going back to him as a value play. He's been pretty good. Like target Atlanta with with some of these uh, you know wing players. So Hizonia's a guy I think is a good target. Don't even mind a Jonathan Simmons. I think he's he's still pretty cheap for the upside that he can show. We saw what he can do the other day against the Cavs. Uh, definitely think he's interesting. I like Alfred Payton too. Another guy that I think uh, I would be targeting is him. Uh, Evan Fournier, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of him. Uh, he just seems like for his price, uh, the ceiling isn't that high. It's just like he has to just knock down all his shots. So I don't know. I, there's just other shooting guards I'd rather uh, take instead of him. Bismack Biombo, we always like uh, centers against Hawks. So I think Biombo is a fair play. Not a guy I'm going crazy about. There's a chalk center in the next game that I like, prefer. Or, you know, he's power forward. Uh, it doesn't matter on fantasy draft because you can roster a ton of different guys, but on sites where I can only play one center, uh, I'm pretty sure O'Quinn is going to be a guy that I want to get a ton of exposure to instead. But uh, yeah, Biombo, I think he's still an interesting play. Uh, I think mainly those four out of five starters are really good. Fournier is fine, right? I just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't play him Fournier that much. For him, for his price, I'm just not loving the, uh, the, the value there for him. I think he's okay. He's fine, but uh, other routes I'd rather take. Alfred Payton is strictly tournaments too. Uh, I think he's uh, a guy that just has so much upside. In cash games, it's a little tougher to do. Uh, if you look at his price, uh, I'll pull up on like uh, on uh, Fantasy Draft at 12.1K. I mean, that price is pretty good. You can't complain about that. On DraftKings, he's 6.9K. Uh, a little a little worried about playing him there for that price. On FanDuel, he's only 6.7. Uh, that's pretty cheap because normally he's uh, more expensive than uh uh than on DraftKings. so normally you see alfred payton around like six 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 seven and then on fandle you see him at like seven five seven three so we're kind of seeing a little bit of the opposite here so maybe on fandle alfred payton becomes pretty interesting uh but either way he's definitely someone to consider as a really good tournament play and he's borderline maybe cash for me but uh, it's because i like alfred payton a lot i don't know i have this i have this sick obsession with rostering him because of the upside that that guy has it's pretty immense so that's about it though this game is a good one to target though don't don't like sleep on this game it might be uh you know it sounds like i talked about a lot of guys in this game uh and it's kind of annoying i, I talked about all these different stars and how they're all pretty interesting i think this is like the perfect game though to mix and match your guys i always talk about this like what's the game of the day where like you can just mix and match guys that are you know not too expensive uh you know people say oh i want to load up on the warriors thunder game the other day well you can't play all those guys in that game they're all really expensive this is a game where I think they're all cheap enough where you can really mix and match them, and I like this game a lot. I think it's one you want to uh, definitely target. All right, let's go on to the next one. 211.5 total, New York Knicks and the Toronto Raptors. And the Knicks, man, they are all banged up. I'll just uh, kind of break it down to you what's going on over there. So, Kristaps Porzingis, sad to see, but out for the year. I believe it was a torn ACL. It's uh, unfortunate to see. Enos Cantor, he's out for this game. Joakim Noah, uh, we don't really know what's going on with him. He basically uh, was talking trash about the team, and they were just like, we want you far away from this team. You're not coming to any of the games. Willie Hernan Gomez traded to the Hornets for Johnny O'Brien, and then they said, hey, Johnny O'Brien, you're out of town. So uh, this Knicks team is really banged up. I mean, they are in trouble here. We definitely have to a lot of exposure to Kyle O'Quinn. He's going to be the best player on the slate. You have to like Kylo Quinn. He's the guy that you just, we're going to want to load up on. Uh, I know Kylo Quinn chalk days don't normally go too well, but uh, man, I, I just don't see how he fails here. It just doesn't make any sense. If he fails here, then I don't know. Uh, I'd be I'd be absolutely shocked. Also, Michael Beasley, we're going to love him here. Whenever Porzingis is out, we're always fans of rostering him. He just gets up a ton of shots. Like, 
Hardaway Jr., you know, when he was out, it was great for him. Hardaway Jr. is there, but don't worry about that because Porzingis being out is going to help him a ton. He is going to be in a great spot. I really like Michael Beasley. You have to also like, you know, these guys like Tim Hardaway Jr., the Courtney Lees, just because they're just so banged up in that front court. You know, Porzingis has such a high usage. All that usage is going to be funneled into other guys. Uh, they're going to all have to, you know, kind of work together to make this happen. Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee are going to be other guys I think you can definitely roster as value plays as well. If you're on the point guard position, Jared Jack, I'm not going to roster Jared Jack, but I mean, right, this could help him a little bit. I don't think he's a good play, though. I'm not going to play him. I think if you played any point guard from the Knicks, I'd probably sadly go Trey Burke, which just sounds gross, but uh, he's got 22 minutes, 20 minutes last two games. Kind of expecting them to get blown out because this is the, you know, this is the Raptors and the Knicks are terrible. So I'm kind of expecting a blowout. So I'm assuming Trey Burke will get that just garbage time run in the fourth quarter and whatnot. And he's not afraid to chuck up shots. So uh, I don't hate him as maybe a low-owned, really cheap tournament option. But that's not my type of play. As you guys know, I'm a cash game guy. And I, I'm just bringing him up because I think he's an interesting tournament play. And uh, people want to get those at times. So... Uh, yeah, he's fine. But for me, like my main core targets are Michael Beasley and Kyle O'Quinn. And then Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee. I like them too. I think they're definitely good plays as well. But it's really the, the two are Michael Beasley and Kyle O'Quinn are my elite plays. And then the other two are secondary plays for me. All right, let's move on to the Toronto Raptors side of the ball. So I expect this game to blow out, right? Kind of talked about that. How I just think it's just going to be, uh, you know, the Knicks are going to get mopped, right? This, this game should be ugly. I just don't think at these price tags, I need to be playing Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. I'm just kind of hoping that this game just blows out. Uh, you know, I obviously will get all that run from those guys because their Knicks are so banged up. So I'll get all those runs from those guys. And then the Raptors, my my hope is that what we can do is we can get them to play most of like the, you know, first half, then play a little bit of the third. And then fourth quarter is just total blowout run. And I don't really need to roster these Raptors and they won't really get the value. So uh, it looks like I'm fading them here. I don't think I'm playing DeMar DeRozan and Lowry. If we look at the front court, if we look at the Raptors front court, man, like Serge Ibaka has been really disappointing. Uh, and in a game, like I know the, the, I know the salary is good, right? He's at $5,000, right? I know it's definitely uh, a good price tag over on like FanDuel. Let's see. DraftKings price. Um, fantasy drafts I have up right now. So let me find fantasy drafts. He is 10.3K. Like that's a pretty nice price tag. DraftKings, I bet he's like around 5K. Let's see. Yeah, he's 5.4K. I get the I get the price is really interesting, but I have to pass on Serge Ibaka. It's burned me too much, and I don't know if I think this game is going to blow out. Like I don't know. I just think it's unnecessary to really go that route with him. I'm going to pass on Ibaka. Uh, I could also yeah I don't know. I just can't see this happening. This is not going to be something uh, I'm going to definitely uh, be looking to do. So I'll pass on that and kind of. Uh, Call it a day. Raptors just guys are not going to be in play. Also, uh, this is news that we could, we're obviously going to get beforehand because it's trade deadline day and I kind of just, uh, this stuff broke on Twitter as I'm doing it, but uh, it was reported by Mark Stein that the Raptors are trying to get De DeAndre Jordan. So who knows? Maybe like Valanchunas or like Ibaka gets like dished out. I don't know. Something could happen. So that could be very interesting. Stay tuned for that. Maybe that'll open up some value, right? Things could change if any of these trades go down. That's something to be very, uh, you know, like you're basically watching all day long it's very important to just check out that these trades that happen could impact a lot also cleveland might trade a kemba walker in a deal so that's pretty interesting too that just came out so cleveland might get kemba uh if that happens uh man that, that'll be an interesting move and hopefully we'll help them out but yeah um let's move on to the next game though that's again that's a game where it's just mainly focused on that knicks value that's really uh where i'm keying in on and the raptor side of the ball i just don't think you need to run it back with anyone i'll kind of call it a day 
Boston Celtics and the Washington Wizards. Uh, you know, Celtics side of the ball. Ugh, this is tough because there's not a lot I like over here on this side of the ball. Uh, I mean, Kyrie Irving, he's a guy that's always a pretty safe cash game play. I think he's fine. Uh, Al Horford, uh, he's just too priced up. The problem is a lot of these guys are priced up for, you know, the situation that they were in, right, with all the uh, injuries and whatnot. So I, I don't know. I, I'm really kind of not liking this game that much either. It's another game that I'm just not not all in on. Uh, you know, you would think a Celtics-Wizards game, you know, normally a rival game. I don't know if it's really a rivalry anymore, though, with all the guys the Celtics shipped out of town, but... Uh, I'm sure the Wizards will get up for this game anyways because they don't like the Celtics. Some of these new Celtics probably won't, but uh, yeah, I think if you play anyone, I think the main target would be trying to attack the Wizards with the small forward position and like the wings. That's where they struggle the most, so a Jalen Brown, a Jason Tatum, those are kind of the two guys that I'm really going to look at on this Celtics team and really going to be my focus. Uh, Kyrie, again, like sure, he's a fine, safe cash game play, but I don't think I need to spend my money uh, on him today. I think there's other guys I prefer. Al Horford, he's just really priced up right now. Aaron Baines, he's not going to be that necessary. I think he'll just start the game, but then he'll just end up being off the court. Marcus Morris might be an interesting value play that you could you could uh, take. A uh, little uh, Markeith and Marcus uh, action on each other, so that that's always fun, the Twins going back and forth. But for me, it's really focusing on those wing players on the Celtics. That's where I want to target the Wizards today, and I think that's the smartest route to go. And I don't think we have to go crazy with this game. The Wizards, I think I'm full fading them. Uh, it's just, I don't play guys against the Celtics, really. It's just not something I like to do. Uh, so I'm going to pass on that and not even play any of these guys. I get there's no John Wall, right? That's very good for them. Uh, but these guys are starting to get way too priced up. I think if I played anyone, like on Fantasy Draft, I like the price tag of Markeith Morris at 11.9K. Uh, Scott Brooks has praised him about how great he's been with John Wall going down. And, you know, a little sibling rivalry, rivalry might get him up a little bit more for this game. So... Yeah, give me Markeith Morris as my one Wizards I'd play, but that's it. Like, I don't need to pay for Bradley Beal in this spot. Uh, Otto Porter, no thanks. Like, it's just, this is not a good spot for Wizards, so I'm going to pass on that and kind of move on to the next game. We have the Charlotte Hornets and the Portland Trailblazers, and this is a game that has some interest in it. We got to watch with Kemba Walker, right? This news just came out about Kemba possibly being traded. Like, I mean, we don't know. Uh, also, wow, man, I, I got Woj's Twitter up, so I might get distracted during this podcast, but Cleveland and Lakers in serious talks on a trade, uh, so we don't know what the trade is, but, uh, something's gonna happen, man, I, I'm excited for today. Again, be on the lookout for all this news, like, uh, I know I'm doing a podcast right now, it seems like it's probably gonna be worthless because, uh, you know, trades could happen and, like, the slates could change completely, but, uh, be on the lookout for that be on the lookout for that because, you know, we have a team like Charlotte who's in talks that's coming up now. We got the Lakers who are on this slate who might be making a deal. So be ready for all the breaking news. But let's talk about the Charlotte Hornets and Trailblazers and what to do with them. I like Dwight Howard a lot in this spot. I think his price has is, is gone down, you know, the price shot up through the roof, but now it's kind of went back down a little bit, and I want to buy back on Dwight Howard. I know that I don't normally like targeting uh, Nurkic and the Trailblazers. It's just a really good defensive team in Portland, and I, this is not a spot I normally target a lot, but I think Dwight Howard's price is just really nice, and for the upside that he has, I like Dwight a lot in this spot, someone I definitely want to get exposure to on this slate. Uh, Dwight's a good play, in my opinion, and someone that I think uh, is worth spending on if you want to, like... So head on over. You can roster him. I think he's a really good play. I know uh, Cody Zeller coming back definitely hurts him a little bit. Uh, definitely can eat into his minutes, but I still think Dwight is a guy that we could be playing. It's definitely noticed, though, uh, you know, in the past couple games and whatnot. Sure, if, if the game is close, he's going to go out there and go crazy, but wouldn't be shocked if uh, they ever brought Zeller in there. But I still think that price is too good to pass up on. 
Uh, Michael K. Gilchrist, he's a guy that I just think uh, I, I can't be playing. Like, I'll pass on him. Jeremy Lamb, uh, I know Jeremy Lamb's been really good recently, and it, I just don't think you need to be playing him right now at the current uh, you know injury situation. Uh, I just think it's you can pass on him. If we do get word that like a Kemba Walker gets dealt or something, that would be great for Nick Batum. Uh, that'd be great for a guy like, uh, you know, like a Jeremy Lamb, right? He'll get some more opportunities. Uh, I think Nick Batum is a good play here. Uh, just price is starting to get a little up, but he's a nice safe cash game play, not really tournament play for me. Uh, Kemba Walker, I don't think you want to be, really be playing him here. Uh, don't love taking these guys, these uh, guards against uh, Portland right now. They definitely have, you know, they've been locking up a little bit. Damian Lillard's been a lot better uh, this year, and just in general, they've been McCullum and Lillard have been better together on a defensive front. It's really going to be targeting the front court right now for me. Uh, but let's talk about the Portland side of the ball because uh, we like to target the, uh, you know, we tar target Kemba Walker defense, and I like to do that with a guy like Damian Lillard. I think this is a really great Damian Lillard spot. He's one guy that I really, really like a ton on this slate. So. Uh, I'm going to definitely want to get some exposure to him. He's a guy that I think uh, we have to love. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, give me Damian Lillard against Kemba Walker. He's one of my favorite tournament plays today. I know the price is kind of expensive, right? Uh, it's definitely uh, definitely up there around the industry. Uh, definitely a little concerning. On Fantasy Draft, we got him at 16.6K. Uh, but I do think there's a lot of upside for him here in this spot. I know I saw Portland was struggling. Uh, but they said, once we get home, I think we'll be able to right the ship, they basically said, and like kind of get this thing turned back around. I think this is a good spot where they do turn this thing back around. So uh, I'm definitely liking Lillard as a really good tournament play. Uh, cash games, the price is just tough. to. I don't know if I can definitely roster it, but if I have the money for it, raw points-wise, I like him. think he's someone to get exposure to uh, on the slate for sure. Uh, we know that the... Uh, we know that the... Um, the Charlotte, what's their name? The uh, the Hornets. Uh, they 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 like to go big, right? So if they like to go big, I think a guy like Ed Davis, uh, you know, who's been pretty good. If you look at the game logs, uh, you know, here's his last, I guess, eight or nine games: 25, 30, 26, 39.1, 33.8, 19.4, uh, 9.6, 30.4, and then 14. He's been really good. The minutes have been uh, a little shaky recently, but I think this could be a really good Ed Davis spot because they're gonna need him to match up. Uh, I like him a little bit, and even an Alfred Camino don't mind him as well. But that's about it for that game. Let's move on to the next one. We got the Dallas Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors. And uh, man, so this is a spot where we're going to have to really just like these Dallas guys and kind of just uh, make sure we play them. Dennis Smith Jr. against the Golden State Warriors. This is a good spot for him uh, for the amount of usage that he's seeing, uh, especially with Harrison Barnes, right? Uh, Harrison Barnes helps him more. So we need to hope that Harrison Barnes plays. It looks like he's going to, too. Went through a full practice on Wednesday, so I'm assuming he plays. That'll actually help out Dennis Smith Jr. If you look at court IQ, it shows that uh, it, may, it helps him be a better fantasy player. So uh, I, I like Dennis Smith Jr. I think Harrison Barnes is another good play that we can get exposure to. Dirk Nowitzki, can old man Dirk hang in this game? You got to think about it. He always just plays this 25 minutes, right? 25 to 26 minutes. That's what Dirk does. Uh, he's not going to play really, you know, 30 minutes or anything like that. So him playing this up pace game could be good, right? Uh, if you think about it, if he's playing an up pace game, that's just going to be more opportunities for him. So if I know he's guaranteed these 25 minutes, I'm just guaranteed that, uh, you know, I'm going to get more opportunities here with this fast paced game. So I actually don't hate Dirk. I think he's interesting. Uh, there's not a lot of front court guys to like on this Dallas team, and if I had to like someone, it's probably him. Salah Mejri, I'll pass on. Uh, don't think we need to be playing that guy like Dwight Powell. Uh, he's been pretty good recently. 
that was mainly because Harrison Barnes being out, uh, and you know that was part of that success. So uh, I think Her- I think Dwight Powell is a guy that we don't uh, need to be really rostering here. Sure, maybe he had some garbage time run and stuff, but I don't know. I don't think he's too. Don't think he is too uh, necessary uh, on this slate. So I'll pass on him. Uh, so it's really Harrison Barnes, Dennis Smith Jr. Are my, are my favorite targets. I think JJ Barea fits this game style really well, so I think JJ's an interesting option. Uh, and then Wes Matthews too. Uh, he's kind of priced up though. That's kind of the issue with him. Uh, so I don't know. It, that's a tough price to swallow. I wish he was just a little bit cheaper, but. Uh, I like a lot of these Dallas guys because just the pace of the game is just a huge bump for them and uh, definitely people we can get exposure to for sure. Now, we haven't talked about a lot of payup options, so I think we're going to have to have interest in some of these Golden State Warriors, especially with the uh, you know situation that we have. We have Kevin Durant. He is currently uh, you know questionable for this game. If Kevin Durant doesn't play, I don't see how we don't play Steph Curry. Steph Curry is going to be an elite play on this slate with Durant possibly being out. Like, I mean, I'm just assuming he's out. Uh, I could be wrong, but I mean, it just sounds like that's the direction that they're going and that he'd be a guy I want to get exposure to. You also want to get exposure to like Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. I think they're both two guys, uh, you know, guys you want to get exposure to as well. So like those three, I'm really going to kind of hone in on. I think, uh... If I look at things, uh, I think Curry's my number one. Uh, I'd say Draymond's my number two uh, because obviously no Durant then, more rebound opportunities, more ball handling too for him as well, and then uh, Clay Thompson would be my number three. But uh, those are guys you're going to want to definitely have some interest in. Uh, the question is going to be on this slate is what do we kind of do with uh, you know Westbrook compared to Curry? Which guy would we play? Uh, it's a tough call because uh, it's a good spot obviously for uh, a guy like Westbrook, but uh, I mean, Curry's just a lot cheaper, and uh, you know, with no Durant, that's definitely going to be a huge bump for Curry. So I'd probably take the, uh, you know, if Durant is out, I'll take Curry at uh, instead over Westbrook, especially with him being questionable and whatnot, and kind of with this new Lakers news. Uh, so let's just head on over to that. Uh, I paused the podcast to kind of uh, look at this and kind of figure it out. Uh, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Los Angeles Lakers uh, going to each other, and they just traded Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance to the Cleveland Cavaliers, so they won't be at this game. This is definitely going to be some good value for us today that we can uh, target, so let's take a look at it. If you look at the Rotor Grinders court IQ that we have over here, uh, and you say you take off uh, Lonzo Ball, Jordan Clarkson, and Larry Nance off the court, which I did. We see Julius Randle. He has a 26.4% usage bump with a one, averaging 1.24 fantasy points per minute. I think he's going to be a guy that you want to get exposure to. The problem is he could get traded too. I don't know if he will. I doubt he will at this point, but I, I, I could be absolutely wrong. Uh, definitely something to watch though because I know he's been talked about in trades so definitely watch for that uh brandon ingram he's gonna be a guy definitely key in on here for sure someone you want to get exposure to i do worry about paul george defense a little bit that's definitely something that's a little concerning but i think he's a guy that's gonna see a lot of shots and if the shots fall on right he can go off and we've seen him go off against a guy like kevin durant uh you know kevin durant's one of the best players in the league right uh i i don't think that this is uh you know we should stay away from just because it's paul george uh Catavius Caldwell Pope uh there's a good opportunity for him there without Clarkson now and same with Josh Hart like th- both those guys are going to occupy those guards minutes so have to have a little bit of interest in them uh as well Kyle Kuzma too I think he's going to be uh, a good play to definitely get exposure to I don't want to really play Brooke Lopez uh maybe I'm wrong for that but uh I don't know uh I guess he's fine he's maybe he gets some minutes I just I hate playing Brooke Lopez man I, I just don't really want to play a guy like that he's really frustrating uh frustrating guy but uh i don't know minutes last game 27 minutes 34 23 he's definitely getting increased amount of minutes so he's someone that's uh i guess he's in the conversation but i like julius randall more i'd rather try and find the money for him instead 
Uh, Kyle Kuzma, again, I think this is going to help him with Larry Nance being out. I think they're just kind of committing to Kyle Kuzma, really just occupying a lot of those forward minutes now. So uh, I think Kuzma's interesting as a tournament play. I don't know if I'd do it in cash for sure, but I think he's a good play. Uh, price is cheap too, but I don't know. Maybe I will end up doing it in cash, but... Uh, I think the main thing I'm looking at here is uh, really liking uh, at the guard position. My favorite guard is probably going to be Josh Hart if I had to pick. So that'll be my favorite guard. Uh, favorite sm forward is probably uh, I like Ingram and then Kuzma on the Lakers. Then it's like those are the two guys that can on. And then Randall would be the four. So those are my four favorite guys on the Lakers now with the current situation. And these are going to be guys I know it's the, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I know they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, but we really have to just be uh, playing, uh, you know, Lakers here. And with no Andre Roberson, their defense is not that good. So don't worry about their current defensive, uh, you know, metrics. They're, I mean, they're just not good now without Andre Roberson. This is not the same team. So we can just play Lakers against this team. It looks like they're good defensively if you look at the numbers and whatnot. But there's no Andre Roberson. They've been really bad. So load up on Lakers here without Jordan Clarkson, without uh, Larry Nance since they got shipped to the Cavaliers. Uh, and Isaiah Thomas and Channing Frye, who got traded in the deal, they won't be there in time for the game, so uh, we don't have to worry about that. But that's about it for the Lakers side of the ball. Let's talk about the Thunder. We have Carmelo Anthony currently questionable and Russell Westbrook currently questionable. Uh, it's really important to kind of uh, figure out what's going to go on here. Hopefully we have the news in time. Russell Westbrook said he's fine. I'm assuming Westbrook's playing. I mean, if he plays, he's a good play. He's a guy you want to get exposure to. Uh, with the value that opened up, I think we might be able to do a uh, Westbrook and a uh, Curry team today. Uh, I'm kind of hoping we can. That'd be a lot of fun, and I think we'd be able to jam it in and make it work, but have to like him. If there's no Mello, I think there's reasons like Paul George. I think he's a good play if Mello sits, and if Westbrook sits too, he's a good play. He's a guy that I actually don't mind spending on today. He's kind of pricey. That's the only problem. Uh, he's pricier than normal. Uh, it's definitely up there, but uh, I think he's a guy that we can uh, definitely get some exposure to uh, for sure. Steven Adams, too. I, I like his price around the industry. He's another guy. I think those three are like the main you want to focus on on the Thunder. Like Even if Melo plays, don't play him. I wouldn't be taking shots with like Alex Sabrinas or Dozier or any of those guys. But again, just this is a Lakers team that's really bad defensively. This is a Lakers team that is, you know, one of the fastest paced teams in the league. We're wanting it. We're going to want to get exposure to the Thunder here. I know Westbrook hasn't been as good here in this spot, uh, but I think he's a guy that we're going to want to try and get some exposure to today. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, load up on some Thunder. I think they're really interesting as well. Other than that, uh, that's about it for the slate for me, guys. Uh, again, stay tuned for all the injury news. The, the key on this slate, uh, and the thing I just have to keep stressing is uh, watch for injury news, wait for the value to open up, and just target that value. It's going to be a Stars and Scrubs kind of night. We already have the Kylo Quinn like gigantic uh, news with that, and now with the Lakers opening up some value, I mean, there's just going to be value everywhere. So uh, Stars and Scrubs kind of night, guys, is the way I think we got to do this, and let's hope for no leaky roofs. Uh, if you need to, you know, have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Travis Mangone, T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. I'm happy to answer any questions for you guys as close up to lineup lock as I can. But for me, Travis Mangone, again, hope for no more leaky roofs. I am out of here. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 a month per line with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. 